dear listeners, it's God My name's Ross, which you've probably heard me talking before. Oh, well, we know the voice. Mm-hmm. You definitely know. The dulcet are told. And if that stands to reason, people will know that I am... Captain Douchebag? Yeah! <laughs> yeah, special guest Captain Douchebag. <laughs> in, in the skin of uh, Tommy. Tommy. Tommy... The Tom Star. Yeah, Tommy Gunn. The Tom Star, the... Tom Dog. The Tom Dog. <laughs> uh, Maximum T. Max- Maximum T, that's a good one. That was for all the way through um, high school, that was what he used to call us, Maximum T. Really? Nope. Did he go to this? <laughs> no, it wouldn't catch on. I tried your best. Uh, you tried to start it, and it Max. Everyone's going to bring it back. This <laughs> Excuse is the, me, Maximum T. This is the latest attempt at trying to bring it back, so hopefully <laughs> oh, hopefully the listeners will uh, stop calling us Maximum T, stop printing t shirts out with Maximum T and the other guy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, let's hope so. The other guy. That's me, yeah, I guess. There is. A oh, there's another one, isn't there? The absence. Third Amigo. A, a notable absence, yeah. Third Amigo, yeah. Uh-huh. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. I hear that film, though. Yeah, um, The Third Amigo? I, they never made that. Was that the sequel? Uh, yeah, that never got off the, the ground. Oh, that's a shame, because it was apparently a really good script. I'm pulling the face there, uh, man. No one can I thought you were going to say I'm pulling the plug. <laughs> I'm pulling yeah, the plug. this is over. Right, Bye. I'm pulling the plug on this one. Yes, um, Big T. Mr. T, um, not Mr. T, that he was in something else. T- Terry can't be here, he's been delayed in time. Yeah, he's um, delayed it, I thought he was just at a, a bus stop. A bus stop. <laughs> a bus stop in time. I had the time vortex bus stop. He was, he was waiting for a bus, wasn't he, from um, the past? The planet, what? Half Life's planet again? Zen? Aye. Yeah. He, he was getting a bus from the planet Zen yeah. to the planet um, yeah, the, well, Earth and yeah. um, something happened. As it's also known, yeah. He's been delayed. Mm-hmm. He's on his way though. So Aye. he might not get here till episode five. Well, it might be like that Red Dwarf, you know where they leave, um, is it Lister or Rimmer on that planet? I think it's Rimmer. And they only wait. Rimmer, Rimmer Sorry. They leave him on that planet and uh, it turns out he's he's been waiting like years and years. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and it's only been like five minutes to them. Isn't it interesting though that have you ever read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Yes, and I didn't like it. Oh. I'm a, I, that was the sound of our friendship terminating. Really? Did you really <laughs> like it? Nah, I wouldn't. No, I it's fine. I wouldn't it. terminate a friendship. I, I'm, I'm totally in the minority because I loved it. it. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. But interesting that um, there was a part you know the parrot android aye um, yeah. I'll, I'll let you give the name what the parrot android's name I <laughs> <laughs> can't remember what it's called um, Charlie Shall, uh, was it not like David or Richard or something like that <laughs> no I don't think it was either of those Steve Steve Fuck! What was it? Oh, that's so irritating. But anyway, he's uh, he gets Fuck. left on a on a planet, and he's there for like a long, long time. It happened to Bender in Futurama. Yeah, I think it's a it's a well worn trope that's actually happening to Terry right now. Yeah, is that where you? Ah, uh, yeah. So we're not very original then, I suppose. With her. 
No, well, but it's happening now. It's happening now. It's not us. It's not us. Yeah, it's happening now. It's not us. It's not original. It's and he's also getting bummed. But like, well, <laughs> but he's enjoying that. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just so happens. It's lasting for a long time. No, so I suppose he's, he's just glad that it's it's not you bumming this time. <laughs> I suppose that's the only thing that. Uh, well, after several court cases, I'll have you know that I was proven that I never did bum him. Oh right, sorry. It must have been. Uh, it must have been me. Yeah, it yeah. was you. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Do you not remember after you? Yeah, doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, we're here to talk about computer games, not oh, like yeah, shit, besmirch people who can't, like who are lost in time. But that's what happens if you don't turn up and you're not here. You get lost in time. Lost in time. What's that? Lost in space. Did you never uh, say that? Did like? you switch the word? Yeah, to time. Time. Uh, see what you did. Was that the the film? No, it was a terrible '60s series. No, did they then reboot it as the film with Matt LeBlanc and uh, oh I, the di- I forgot about that Danger Danger Will Robinson my arms are frailing <laughs> was that not off that, was that Lost in Space but the robot that was clearly you, you know Forbidden Planet's Robbie the robot yeah. it was like left over from that oh we'll use that with, there was the head with the, the plastic sort of see through with all these workings all these workings are turning the, the flashing lights and stuff it was always I mean if I was going to build a, a computer or a robot there'd be loads of flashing lights all over it mm-hmm. it's the everything is okay <laughs> along <laughs> and the, my te- my tendons are frailing uh, uh, good times it, it was, was terrible though looked like the um those things outside car showrooms with the, the arms flailing around. I've them. never seen them in, in the flesh. I've seen them on cartoons. Mm-hmm. Fam- family Guy. Ah. They love that, don't they? But, but then again, Family Guy. I still watch it. It's weird. I watch it. I can't. And I just yeah, sit yeah. there and go, meh, and then mm. turn off. It so doesn't have it. Yeah, it doesn't annoy us to the level of, like, say, the Cleveland show when that was on. Oof. Yeah, it was bad. Oh, that's awful. He's called Cleveland Brown, isn't he? In the in the show. My name is Cleveland Brown, and it's time to see the. I thought I knew the song, but I didn't. Man's man, so he's called Cleveland Brown, and the football team is called the Cleveland Browns, isn't it? The American football team. No, uh, in real life. In the real life. All oh, right, I didn't know that. Yeah, Terry would know. Would he? Yeah, he he's not renowned for his. Trying to sort of. Make the listeners even more upset that he's upset. <laughs> 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 that's what the listeners think, and the listeners going to hide. Tell me what put me on that. So, today we're going to talk about the homework, even though Terry's not here. Well, we're going to talk about the, the homework that obviously we, we discussed in um, episode 3, part 1. Like it's a follower on. It certainly is, yeah. Episode two, episode, sorry, episode three, part two was about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> episode two, part five, seven, <laughs> six, slash, eight, dash. Seven, four. Episode three, part two was about Terry, wasn't it? The timeline. When, uh, when we were drunk. When we're so, drunk, I'm going to yeah. be like that in about five minutes' time, so Ooh, get ready. Promises, promises. So, episode three, <laughs> part one was about the homework from the previous episode with talking about six different games yes yeah so this time we've only got three yeah we've got shall we list them now or do you want to go through them no no so we had Vixen mm-hmm. which was Terry's choice yeah I never heard of it until I, until you mentioned it and then I played it 
because I'm me and Terry have like grew up together and I've like I know a bit of why he picked it and um like some of the stories like the Yo Sinclair thing that he touched on last time, the front cover, mm. how it was controversial at mm. the time. I'd be a picture of that on the Twitter page. Right. <laughs> Definitely. I'll find she that. was a sexy young woman. She was sexy Philly. What what? And then we had Well you picked Spitting Image. I picked the Spitting Image now. What do you want to say? You, say you see, what when you picked it, I thought there was a tile-based puzzle game which was called Spitting Images, ah. which is also based on the cartoon, uh, the cartoon, the puppet show. I see, right. But the one you picked, which was weird because I did actually play the one you picked. It was a fighting game. The, fight, the one-on-one fighting game. I played through it, and it wasn't just recently when I was doing a bit more research that I realised, oh Christ, there was that one called Spitting Images. Spitting Images are kind of like, have you ever had those cheap toys that you get where um, you have to make like a picture of a cat? The tiles, yeah. Yeah. The tiles around, yeah, yeah. And they're intensely frustrating. That's what the game's like. I used to have a lot of them, tiny little ones, like probably about uh, six squares by six squares or something. I used to have like about six or seven different ones. And there was one that was the alphabet, you just have to move it around and get it in the right order. That was it. Just pass a bit of time on the car journey. Yeah, they're annoying though. Aren't oh they? yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And a waste of natural resources. Like I feel, yeah, I feel in in years to come. You know when we're fucked because mm-hmm. we've got nothing left on this earth. Because yeah. we've just like, you know, took everything out the ground that we can. Uh-huh. And well, at least we've got some plastic like toys we're left. Stupid, aren't we? What? Yeah, what are we gonna? Like when we had to go around and melt all the railings to make bullets for the war and stuff you can't make anything out of the plastic really well you could make toxic sludge I guess and, and catapult that at people uh, that that's no good that's no good none of it's any good yeah, it's no good we're fucked basically as a species so why are you listening to this podcast no, we're fucked do plastic, something your little metal and plastic devices in your pocket aye true yeah do you know the person who made this poor, this metal device that's probably a, like an iPod? Mm-hmm. It's some poor bastard that's like working like horrible yeah, hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, oh. I digress. Let's talk about games that are 30 years old. You know, now I'm not finished. <laughs> these, these listeners, they're sick of me. They're absolutely sick of me. They really do. The, the, the listeners that will probably got like 10. Sorry, the listener. Right. Terry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scumbag. <laughs> Scumbag. Wow. Don't hold back. Wherever wherever in time he is right now, scumbag. I feel sorry for the time. (laughs) (laughs) Right, and the last game, the one I picked, because I'm trying, Christ, I'm trying to keep this this on the road. It's (laughs) the road. We talked about that in the first uh, We did, I so Um it was Who Dares Wins Still. Mm. Why did you skip the first one? Is it because you never played the first one or I'd never played the first one and I have a story attached to it which can't wait. Is that have you? Are you gonna bring that up? Well, yeah. Well, I just go straight on. Who dares wins still? Or I don't think so. Yeah. Okay then. So up. So we're starting with who dares wins two. From the negative safety of. So I picked who dares wins two, and the story I'd like to say, just to set the scene, is um, the, and the reason I picked it was, I told you in the first episode how um. I wanted a computer, and my parents had picked a Commodore for us. Yeah. 
and how like that was a like a double edged sword almost like because most of the people who I went to school with all own spectrums, spectrums yeah. so it was like a bit of a nightmare. Well, <clears throat> my parents being the way they are, they don't like. It's actually it's weird. It's it's a good it's a good thing that they do stuff like this. Instead of buying as like two or three full price games, they scoured the like the local paper for people selling second hand like Commodore's games, and they come up with this guy. And we went to his house to pick out some games. Yeah. And it was such a bizarre experience, but I'm so young that I can't remember exactly all of the details. Like, I can't remember where it was and, and stuff like that. But I remember, like, where we're recording this actual podcast, you have these, like, um, big, like, drawers in the full of CDs, yeah? yeah? yeah. He had the same drawers, mm-hmm. but full of cassette tapes, Commodore 64 cassette tapes. Mm-hmm. It was just absolutely full of games it was ridiculous what yeah. he what he had and what he was doing was he was trying to sort his life out i guess he was like a bit of a loser he was like an older guy and he was wanting to sell off his games so he could like get something else mm-hmm. now, i can't remember what he was getting amiga it, it could have been that <laughs> uh, it could have sort his life out yeah i'm upgrading to an amiga oh. um i'm just uh, can i just interject because i i'm a bit Sad that I can kind of see me being that guy in a few years' time, inviting children around to my house, showing them my yeah. 360 collection, and saying, Pick which one you want, son. Well, he was a bit like that because oh, I remember yeah. there was one game, and I can't remember the name of it. He was insistent that I would take it, the game, and I can't remember the name of it, but what it was, the premise of the game was it was. So if you think of of road blasters that kind of road blasters road blasters or outrun like an old school driving game Mm -hmm. but you controlled a guy on skates right and he was picking up like bottles like used bottles and stuff on the road and what would happen is cars would be on the road and you were meant to like like ride up to them and nick the the bottle off the um off the cars that sounds weird. It was it was something like it was about recycling. I remember in the instructions <laughs> it, it bleated on about how good it is to recycle. That's that's the weirdest premise for a game ever. It sounds a bit like Paperboy mixed with some sort of weird fucking dustman dustbin man simulator or something. I'll like tell that. you, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make it my uh, goal you know, you know to try and find out what the name of that game is. Right. Okay. Because uh, uh, that's that's a bit fascinating, that like, and if you can find it out, then maybe it'll be homework for us some point. Brilliant, yeah. I I mean, it wasn't a very good game, but I remember him giving it away for practically now because he was insistent that I took it, basically. So anyway, I was picking my games and like, I remember him like giving them away for next to nothing. But he had some. I do remember he did have some weird pricing structure where like it wasn't just like. Or any games a pound, or any games fifty pence. I remember they had different levels of how much they were worth. I guess it's assuming on like if they were full price games and whatnot. But and this is why it's relevant. Why I bring up this is there was one game that I was obsessed. I wanted. I really wanted for the Commodore, and it was um. Greenberry. It was Greenberry. Yeah. I'm just or, saying that because I don't know from the, the last podcast. Or Russian Attack. Russian Attack. Yeah, I've recently found out that it, it was called Russian Attack in America. Right. Um, 
it's a, it, it's a different game on the on the NES. You know how back then they made like them slightly different on the NES and mm-hmm. stuff. So what Greenberry is, it's a side on scroll and shoot 'em up. It's weird because you don't start with a gun, you start with a knife, and you pick up a flame for a while and stuff like that. It's it's rock fucking hard that game. And to be honest with you, it's not that great. It's it's all right. But anyway, I went there and I was adamant I wanted that game. Now, here's where I'm not sure of my own mind. I'm not sure if he had it and give us it or he didn't have it. Mm. But one thing he kept going on about is, you like you want Green Beret. There's a game that's better than Green Beret. Who dares wins too? You've got to get this game. Have this. It's, it's amazing. So, when I got home and I was playing for all the different games that I bought, I started playing for Green, uh, Who Dares Wins 2. And Who Dares Wins 2, after doing a lot of research, they say it's similar to Commando. I don't know if you remember that game. Oh yeah, that, Commando, the, um, the one where you had about four or five different characters. Is it that one where... No. Is Commando not the one that was like top view where you, you had the point and, almost point and click but not where you had a set of skills? Ah, oh, no. That, what was that? Oh, was that Commandos? That was, yeah. Commandos. And that's quite later. Yeah. Because uh, it's funny, actually, when I was playing that game, Who Dares Wins 2, yeah. I started thinking about Commandos. I genuinely did start well, thinking I, about that game. I because I remember playing Commandos on... It was on a PC we used to have, and I managed to pick it up for really, really cheap. And I loved it. I absolutely loved Commandos. I thought it was a really good game. I think it was like, about, I don't know, it was four or five different characters, and they all had different skills, and you had to move them around the map at the same time. Would you say it was, it was like a, a bit spy and stuff? Oh, it was brilliant. I really enjoyed that. I, I did play Commandos. Yeah, like, every really. friend had a, had a PC, and it was good, yeah. The voices I used to, the voices were so irritating. The, the proper big, like, I think he was a. Uh, I don't know if he was a Green Beret, the, the big muscly the guy who was on the front cover. Mm. Uh, he had like a sort of cockney kind of voice. Alright, mate. It was a horrible voice. That, that game's probably like five or six years older, I would guess, than, than yeah. this. But um, yeah, so I put I put it in, I remember like it, it loading in, and it loads in with the, it, the first, the music you hear is the Great Escape music. Ding, ding. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. And then when I started playing it, I, I loved it. Oh. It 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 was one of the first games I ever finished. Right. But mainly because I've it is quite easy. Mm. Like I played it again and I think if I had the patience, because I got to level four or five and there's only yeah. eight levels, I think I probably could have finished it. I agree. That uh, it took me a a couple of turns to realise because the, the thing that I hated the most about it was how you had to <laughs> that's ominous by the way the thing I hated the most about it yeah. it's almost like there was many things I hated <laughs> but the one thing yeah, I hated the most one thing that was the most irritating <laughs> was um, how your button to fire was the same button to throw your grenades but all you had to do to throw your grenade was hold the button for like half a second longer so if you were like rapidly pressing the button you would start just fucking flinging grenades, and if you threw all your grenades, you couldn't finish the level. And it didn't, for some reason, picking up the box of grenades as well was so hit and miss. You would walk over the box of grenades, and it wouldn't pick up. What then version? Were you a different direction, and it would. What version? Was were you spectrum, I think. Because, I, I mean, this goes back to the whole rivalry, and yeah. I'm obviously team like Commodore. But I, I did watch the. There was a guy um, online 
Um, it's called. He's actually only done two, which is a shame. Damien Green, right? And he talks about fr- the free eight bit versions of it. I think it came out on another computer, that MXS or whatever it's called. Right. But um, he talks about the Amstrad, the Commodore, and the Spectrum version, and he he clearly puts the Spectrum version last. Right. The Spectrum version, for starters, you know it's flick screen. Like you go to the edge of the screen and yeah, then it, it goes, goes up, up again. Yeah. The Commodore one scrolls. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. So it's it's Jesus. almost like a different game, really. Because you can't once you go up a screen, you can't go back as well on Aye. the Spectrum. So that's why the first couple of levels, the first couple of times I played it, I went up to the top without any grenades, and you can't destroy the outpost. You couldn't, you, like, because at uh, the first t- time you I don't need to destroy the outpost. Well, how would you get out? Because that's the only way I could do it. You, you just ride the st- captured. You, you ride the storm. You kill all the people. There was not, but that's, that's the thing. I got the top, the top screen. The outpost was there. There was no one else there. This car drove past or a tank drove past. How glitchy! Because I've seen on the spectrum is that it's not like that on the Commodore. You know, like was, how the the sprites just literally disappear and appear. Like it was, like you say, it was quite easy. None of them. The only thing they tried to kill me were the um. There's a an airplane at one point killed us a few times. And ah, it was thing, this yeah. guy shooting mortars. Yeah. But all the other people on the first few screens. I know they just they just run around, and then there was the one guy I'd who s- kept shooting the prisoner of war. I would say they were a bit better on the Commodore, but I'm not making out like the Commodore's fucking Halo because <laughs> honestly, the um, they're just a bit the bit more clued up on mm. the Commodore. Like I think you played it on a poor version, but. Aye. I, but having said that though I still enjoyed it I still did think well it's, it's alright for some of the games that we've played recently do you know I thought that's yeah, alright there's one th- thing that every, like, everyone goes on about the the um, the link the way it's like Commando or also Akazi Warriors which you might know about off the Angry Video Game Nerd how he right. he was talking about Akazi Warriors on them games literally there's a million different char- like enemies and they just keep spawning over and over and over again what I like about Who Dares Wins too is there's there's a variety, there's tanks, there's all sorts, and the enemies are very um like when you kill them, they they just stay dead. Stay dead. Yeah. They die in that comical way as well, like they spin around and yeah, that. it's yeah. like very it that reminded me of early Medal of Honor. Do you remember yeah. Medal of Honor when you used to shoot people? Uh-huh. They used to spin around. And I remember people saying, Oh, they've done that on purpose to, so that it didn't seem too violent. Right, Isn't it weird that now we're playing games where it fucking they didn't give a shit, did they? Uh, some of the, I mean, recently saw some footage of the new Doom game, which is coming out next year. I think it's coming out, and uh, some of the kills and that's like it's so brutal. Looks great though. The game looks I really d- good. I don't want to see the new Doom. Yeah. Because I'm excited. Like it looked really good, but I, I don't know. I mean, I then saw someone did something very interesting. Someone had taken a screenshot of what it looks like now, like the new version Doom Four, Aye. and they applied the original Doom's colours, like the original Doom's colour palette. Right. And it looked amazing. Like the 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 version with the original Doom's colour palette, it just looked beautiful. Oh. So I think if PC modders get hold of it and do something like that, it'll look incredible. But I still think the game's going to be good because you can tell from what I've seen, um, they've tried to. You know how Doom Three they tried to make it scary and atmospheric, sort of. They didn't really capture the essence of Doom of being overrun, like you were saying, crowd yeah. control in the first podcast. I think this one it looks like they've really tried to incorporate that crowd control, and it looked like at times mayhem, but it, it looked great. 
what's funny about Doom, and I'm I'm excited that you say that it's like that now, but the, the thing about Doom is, is it relevant like to to the like general, like the general public sort of thing, you know like, COD sells like billions. Yeah. Like, are these this market? Are they going to be excited about Doom? I see what you're saying is it, it's more kind of a game made for people who remember the original Doom sort of thing. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Doom, fan, you, Doom fans are going to like it probably. Can you make your money off that sort of thing? Like, it's, But it's Bethesda, isn't it? I don't know if they're... I think they'll make enough money off it. And I think because it's Bethesda, they're not that concerned probably. Like obviously that, that that's a bit naive. Obviously any product they want to make, they want to make money off it. Mm. But... I don't think it's going to bomb at all. I, I do even, think you're I, right. I don't think they're expecting it to sell as many as they also recently announced Fallout 4. You've, because they've got that coming up, they're going to be fine. You know what I mean? But you've you've mentioned Bethesda, which I, I forgot about, because id in the past, did make some wrong decisions with mm-hmm. the, the whole Doom thing. And, I mean, did it make Rage? Yeah. Uh, I thought Rage was a bit of a financial failure for them, wasn't it? It's weird because whenever people mention it, like when I look on IGN and stuff and they mention it, I'm sure it was in a list of games to play. Ah, oh, finished Rage. List, list of games to play before Fallout 4 comes out or something like that, I think maybe I saw and Rage was in there. Uh, it was like listing post-apocalyptic games. Yeah. The sky looks amazing in that game, doesn't it? In Rage? Yeah. But is it just one shot? It, does the sky change, like real time, or is it just one oh, shot? Because it looks beautiful in the screenshots I've seen, but I've never seen it running. I can't remember. It was the one game I remember where it insisted it was installed on your hard drive. That's really? one of the things that yeah. I remember that, and I also remember it not having enough enemies on the screen. Because yeah. I remember that's what they suffered from in Doom Three, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember you. There was one mission where it was. It was like a side thing where you go in, and it's it's meant to be a parody of Smash TV. You know the computer game oh, Smash yeah, TV, yeah. and. So it's a first-person version of Smash TV, right. but it's a first-person version of Smash TV with five enemies or four enemies on screen, yeah. which is just retarded. And yeah. that highlighted to me where, you know, the problem is with that engine, almost. Yeah. I mean, it did look amazing. It's funny, have you, do you watch Breaking Bad? Yeah, I'm up to, like, the last series. Rage is in Breaking Bad. There's a bit where uh, Jesse playing it. Yeah, where he's got his gun and he's. I I think I I think he's actually listening to this rap Uh song, which it has the soundbite of the bit from Angel of Death. That that is one of the best riffs ever, uh-huh. and he's playing that with the like. I'm sure he's playing with like a gun. I think he is, yeah. And um, he's having a flashback of like because right. he starts, he's like pressing up against his forehead and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Well, anyway, to get back to to this this thing, so a bit of background on yeah, who background. who dares wins too. There wasn't much I could find out about it to be honest with you. Right. Um, it was made by Alligator Software. Alligator? Right. Mm. And it was made in 1985. I think it was made a year later on the Spectrum and the um, Amstrad. And it was made by um, Steve Ed- Evans. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> and, like I say, it had eight levels or eight outposts. And it was one of the first games I finished. 
And I'll remember, like, I've wrote down the end screen, right? I think I've got about level three, though, so... Yeah, it, it's all about just remembering, um, you know, like, the, the plane you mentioned, they can trip you up. Just remembering these little things. And honestly, it's not a hard game. But I, I'd like to say it's not a hard game because it's fair. Mm. Because people go back and say, oh, some of these 8-bit games, like Jet Set Willy, that we're talking about, Oh, the rock hard. The oh, champion a hard game. I mean, I'll champion hard games. Mm-hmm. I love Meat Boy uh, and Dark Souls and stuff. But they have to be fair. Not mm-hmm. just fucking broken. And that's why they're hard. So anyway, the, end, totally. the end screen for it says this. You have captured the enemy base. Unfortunately, your assistance is now needed in Area 1. As your backup team has failed to hold the previous areas, <laughs> which fuck? means you go all the way back to the start of the game. Yeah. yeah, that was such an old tactic, isn't it? Imagine you did that these days. Imagine you released a triple A title. <laughs> yeah, and then it said that. Said, Congratulations! Now we'll start again. Like, what the fuck? So that's pretty much all there is to say about uh, Who Dares Wins Two. I never played the first one. It's interesting because it did have two different box box arts. One was utilizing a more World War Two type of vibe, mm-hmm. and the other one was more like the SES, which is where Who Dares Wins the actual yeah. tagline comes from. Oh, actually, there's one other thing I'd like to mention. So I was looking at um, alligators, other games, what they made. So they made a game like called Aztec Tomb, right? And they made some other games. Nana I wonder which, what that was about. <laughs> well, get this and try and guess what this game's about. Jack Charlton's match fish, fishing. It what? exists. I've looked it up on YouTube. Jack Charlton's match fishing. Yep. It is Jack Charlton as well, the footballer. He endorsed it. Uh, and is it a fishing game? Yeah. <laughs> but interestingly enough. What is match in there? I I know competitive fishing is that what it, is that what I it don't means? know because I I thought they got halfway through making a football game and then just <laughs> yeah. Jack Charlton's match fishing <laughs> yeah Jack Charlton all right I'm halfway through this football game I've got this uh, no it's about fishing <laughs> oh, because shit. I think he done a series like where he was doing some like angles that's man that's, that's, that's what isn't that match fishing. So anyway, we're now pouring out a, a glass of wine. Do you want some of you? I've finished that. To celebrate the end of Who Dares Wins Two. Yeah. So now you can talk about um, spitting image. Spitting image. Okay. I'm just uh, readying yourself. Just pass down, you yeah. and I will. Uh, just we've let this this wine breathe for a good while now, so it should be lovely. I didn't. I didn't bruise it when I took the cork out either. Well, it was so two pound at Aldi, so <laughs> was it for a, for a Rioja? <laughs> I think it was like five quid. It was two thousand eleven. Oh, it's it's a cheeky number, is it? Oh, it's very vinegary. <laughs> Welcome to the Wine Tasting Podcast. Mm, lovely. Oh, that will go next with a, a, a good piece of brisket. Have you ever had brisket? No, uh, I don't know if I have. So, <laughs> spit the image. Yes. Now, this the plot of this game. Yes, tell us. amazing. <laughs> so, spit the image, the, the beat them up, you could call it that. That was um, developed by Walking Circles, published by Domark, 
Dumark. Dumark? Dumark. Dumark. Uh, platforms, it was on a Sinclair ZX Spectrum, the Amstrad CPC, the Amiga, and the Commodore. <laughs> so the plot. <laughs> I've never played on the Commodore 64. Are you? Have you still got yours? Oh, no. <laughs> what what an odd question. Have I got everything that I've ever I sold? the Game Boy. No, I sold it. I remember my nickname. Quite a kill. I would say. You, I, this Emily is available. I almost said there, oh, we should try to. This is. You know, when you say something in your head and you like, don't say it out loud and you think, oh, I'm glad I didn't say that. But I'm going to tell us. I was going to say there, we should try and pick one up and like we could play all the old games. And then you just obviously, as you just oh, said, oh, that would be fun. Oh, because it's already available. Because so, it would be like Angry Video Game Nerd. These yeah, are like 30 year old tapes. Uh, the, what do you think of the chances of them successfully loading? Exactly, they'll all be fucked. Well, half the emulators don't successfully load. A lot of the ones I tried just went straight to the the Sinclair Spectrum uh, load screen. As if you would uh, to put a tape in. Right. What was going on there? It, what I hate about the emulator sometimes is it, they take a level of understanding of the original machines that I didn't have because recently I've I've started playing on the Spectrum emulator, and I didn't have a Spectrum. Yeah. And it's like. It wants you to type in the command to load the game, and well, maybe I that's what's happening. Maybe that's actually what's happening on the ones that, that where it's going to the first screen for me. Maybe because you've got to put in load and then two like quotation marks mm-hmm. and then enter, and that's like loads the game. So kind of treat it as though if you've put the tape in. Now it wants you to load the game properly. All uh, right. I like the that way out of the two machines that there was possibly you could have picked. Well, there was a third, the Amstrad. Which if you had to pick the arm side, because what you do, you've essentially done there is you've marked your territory, you picked oh, your side, you're all with fucking in lost in oh, time, well, aren't you? I pissed around it like. Well, thanks very much. Well, this podcast's over. <laughs> the Commodore's the better. You could be gone. Yeah, I won't say that. I. You won't get upset if you do. Well, you didn't. You don't have any allegiance because did you have? My brother had a spectrum. Yeah. Oh, so that makes sense. That's but right. I'm not precious about it. In the same way that I'm not precious about the Xbox. Like, I had, I've had the Xbox 360 the whole time that the PlayStation 3's been out. But mm-hmm. if someone wants to come to me and say a PlayStation 3's better, I don't care. Mm. I had the Xbox 360, that's what I experienced. If you personally think the PlayStation 3's better, don't come at us and tell us that it's, it's a, a better piece of equipment because that means nothing to me when I haven't... If I'm sitting with an Xbox 360 and a PlayStation 3 right next to it and I'm playing both of them at exactly the same time and I'm noticing the differences, then yeah, that's that's something. But if I'm just sitting playing the Xbox 360 and I've never played it on the PlayStation 3, the same game, it means nothing to me. You know that, what I mean? That's a very mature way of looking at things. Yeah, but PlayStation, now, PlayStation players can suck me dick, but that's, <laughs> you know, that's not the point. <laughs> well, I, I, now, I, I now look at it like that. But the, the interesting thing about back then was I have all this emotional baggage of like how like like the school was but also and more importantly now if you have like say Grand Theft Auto and you have it on on the 360 and you have it on the PlayStation 3 there could be minor differences Uh minor on the 8-bit games totally different completely different games sometimes yeah Sometimes, I mean, sometimes you have games on the Spectrum that are miles better than on the Commodore and vice yeah. versa. I mean, when we're talking about who dares wins too, totally, like, a big difference on the Spectrum it's to like the Commodore. We talked in the, I 
think it was the second episode we, we talked about the, the back of the cassettes and I, I didn't understand why it had the spectrum and the Commodore yeah, yeah. and like other versions and I could see just looking at the pictures I would think oh the Commodore looks so much better than the spectrum and like every and it was I think it had the Amstrad as well and uh, you explained that it was because they would just have the one inlay and just put the disc the 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 cassette and save money which makes perfect sense but yeah I, I even noticed then but because I only had a spectrum it didn't really mean anything you know what I mean because I wasn't I didn't have the availability of playing the corner so you've got to kind of just deal with what you've got right? what I would love to, to get is like I would like to get a collection of like people that we know in my life uh-huh. to to look at games on the spectrum and the Commodore yeah. and get them to say what machine they actually think looks sounds and plays the best it would be a fascinating thing because as much as I believe the Commodore was a better machine uh, I'm looking at it because I, I still champion it. Mm. it it's the same with Terry He he's very much it's because you forgive the things that are very unique mm. the feelings that are very unique to the machine you forgive because you're so used to them yeah. so on the Commodore I'm used to it having a slower pace uh-huh. I'm used to having the, them blocky graphics yeah. the several shades of brown as Terry would say I'm used to all those things whereas Terry is used to playing on a shell. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, Terry is used to having the colour clash. Yeah, which in by the way, in who cares wins was like unforgivable. How bad it was. Oh like, yeah, it was like it was this big blue mark around the the player you were controlling. Like every time he walked past someone else, he would either turn black himself, which was the enemy colour, oh. or the enemy would turn blue. That was really bad. Again, Terry would argue. That later on they tried they get they got a bit past that. Right. They used to use outline the borders of of different colours, like it would give them a black border a bit to yeah. like get around that. And you know, they would use programming tricks to yeah. try and help with that. Also, the version you played of Who Dares Wins Two was on the forty eight K. Yeah. Terry had a one to eight K. And right. when they did occasionally have ones that were made for the one to eight K that would look better than the 48k mm. because it was a more powerful machine. I must have, um, with Spit and Image, I must have played a 48k and a 128k version because the the music, the first emulator I tried, the music was terrible. And I remember reading something, which mm-hmm. I'll get to, about the music. And I was surprised because it sounded so bad. I've got something I, to say about the music. The 128k so. version, it sounded really good. So would the graphics still look the same? Well, as Terry. So it was a bit strange. Terry said that like a lot of times all I would do for the different version was just add music or if it was a multi-load get rid of the multi-load things and stuff because it was just lazy programming yeah you know not many people had the 128 if I if I remember correctly Mm. the 48k because it was so cheap it was a more popular machine Mm. Um, so the plot of Spitting Image the game they beat him up from Wikipedia I've just dragged a lot of stuff from there it's according to the game's <laughs> according to the game's preamble a prophet is determined that within the next seven years there will be a world war which is instigated by a mysterious leader so terrible that the Italians have already surrendered and so violent that Swiss will be involved racism mm. political political racism D- <laughs> yeah to avoid this fate six world leaders have agreed to duke it out the winner being the undisputed ruler of the world. That's the plot. 
So gameplay. First of all, you've got to choose which one of the six world rulers you want to be. The six are, do you want to have a guess? Well, I played it. Oh, you know, don't you? But I, I played it, but like I can only remember a few of them. There was Ronald Reagan, wasn't there? From the United States and, of America. These are the guises that spitting images. Ah, oh, their um, version. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So was he the clown? He was, because I'll tell you something. Watch this, the Amiga version on, a, on, on YouTube. Because I played the Commodore version, and I don't mind telling you, it looked like someone had been sick uh-huh. on the screen. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. So the the, the Spectrum version was awful. <laughs> oh, look, look, I love the word awful, awful because it's like it just it doesn't get any worse, does it? Like it's I, it's just awful. awful. It's there it, it was him, there was Maggie Thatcher because she was in yep. power, and she was like the Iron Lady type of. Um, you had boxing gloves on, didn't you? Did you have oh, what was he called though? The Russian leader with the yep um, Gorbachev yeah Mikhail Gorbachev um, you know what did I, you have a Pope in there as yeah well? Pope John Paul II why the fuck was he in there like no. was he a leader of anything uh, the Catholic yeah but he wasn't like a nation was he like well yeah the the Vatican is a separate nation isn't it oh, considered to be you wow political podcast oh. um, I remember when playing the game when we originally played it with my brother, I'm sure one of them had a yo-yo and used to hit them with a yo-yo. Oh, no, no I've seen that recently, yeah. Um, someone did. But who the fuck? Because I couldn't find anyone that had it when I played it. But I remember that being... I, th- I always thought it was Margaret Thatcher had the yo-yo. No, she had the boxing gloves on, didn't yeah. she? Um, there was Ayatollah Khomeini. Aye. And P.W. Botha from South Africa. Right. The game selects a random opponent... And the player's character levels to the sorry travels to the country of the world leader to duke it out. Like Street Fighter. Best of three fight. Yeah. Elizabeth II adjudicates and comments on the fights, appearing in a postage stamp at all times. And she's the end boss as well. Is she? Spoiler alert. Well, I'll tell you about the ending. It tells you here. Right, read it out to me, because please, if someone's made sense of it on Wikipedia. You see now, the version I've played reads very different to this. I played very different to what this says. Mm-hmm. It says um, each character can call an aid twice in a fight to a system. Oh. I was just hammering the aid button and they kept coming in all the time. That was how I was trying to beat them. I was just—I was literally jumping around the level because it was so difficult to play. Mm-hmm. I was terrible. jumping backwards and forwards and I just kept pressing the aid button and he would come in and throw something and it would damage them and I used it like a dozen times in a level. I can't remember because the version I, I tried playing it properly it was terrible so right. I reloaded it in because it had a cheat and I just put the cheat on but even with the cheat on the enemies were taking so long to kill uh, and then they would hit you and you would take off loads of damage well I had the cheat on so it wasn't like ah cheater cheater if you look at beat em ups that is one interesting thing I guess the way you can call a aid in uh-huh. I guess I haven't played a lot of um, is it Street Fighter versus Marvel they have that aid idea. I know right, you, okay. you have a tag team fight, but I'm yeah. sure you can. It's an it's it's the only interesting idea in terms of fighting that's yeah. in there. Everything else is just like I think you've only got two moves or something. The clown guy he could stretch his neck, but I didn't know how to do it. Just every now and again he would all of a sudden stick his neck right out. Yeah. Or stick his head out, but his neck would extend. And I just don't know. I didn't know how to do anything. It says after all five opponents have been defeated. The player has to fight the mysterious leader. 
Elizabeth announces that the mud wrestling equipment from Prince Philip's mm-hmm. last party is still available and the fight takes place in the dark as someone switches out the lights. Mud occasionally stains the screen and the only clue as to the whereabouts of the player's opponent and the player's character are the eyes. Uh, so did you experience that? Did you yeah, but that? I turned it off at that point but then I watched the Mega version and it, it, it shows you the very end and it goes there was a winner mm-hmm. and then it shows you a picture of a Sylvester Stallone just as Rambo. Mm-hmm. See, so if the player is able to beat the mysterious leader, it is revealed that all this was a ploy for John Rambo to take over the world and the game ends. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Well, that's the kind of uh, spitting image type of humour, wasn't it? It was shit. I used to watch Brilliant. it because it was puppets, because I was young. I was like, oh, it's puppets, I'll watch this, and it's on late at night. But in terms of like cutting mm-hmm. s- like satirical humour it was terrible me and my brother used to watch it on my little black mic telly in my bedroom ah oh, memories like that yeah. there's also a two player mode available where the opponents can do combat in any of the six main game locations mm. and why the, would you want it <laughs> for the reviews spit image fared poorly in magazine reviews did it good zap 64 I used to get zap 64 great I'm magazine. sure you used to be able to get a uh, Sinclair version you're all Sinclair but there was a, I'm sure there was a zap no. for the well, there was a there was Crash definitely. My brother used to get Crash magazine. Was it not? Mm. Um, Crash might have been your version. Aye. It's rated as thirty nine percent in issue forty seven. So we'll look that up, listeners. Aye, oh, because I still have them hanging on. Well, I know that all the listeners will have. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was praised for its excellent rendition of the spinning age, the spinning image theme tune. Well, to go back to how that. does it go? That's the very end, isn't it? I, I it's on the tip I'll, I'll put it in here there it is it's it's who done the music it's Whitaker isn't it it's one of the greats like on the Commodore one of the great uh, like musicians yeah and the music is great even down to that start where it it's very ominous. Mm. It's just simple, like a kind of. It sounds like black metal when it's telling you the story. Uh-huh. But then when it kicks in, the music is the, the game, best part. When the game first started and it had that that bit of uh, text. Yeah, did you think you were playing? I, was, I thought I was playing a different game. I thought, <laughs> but what the fuck is it loaded up? Yeah, because it had that weird skull face thing uh-huh. with the purple robe. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is that? And what's this music? And then it switched to the next screen. I was like, "All right, yeah." Very strange. Very, very strange. But there a lot of games back then, when you look at them now, it seemed like totally psychedelic. I suppose like, it's really fucking weird. Oh, I like the design really choices. I mean, there's something I would love to talk about on a podcast, and it's about energy. There's bear with this, right? The way you mean like health? Yeah, the way health is portrayed in a game. Uh huh. So you know, like now. We're going getting to the point where energy isn't portrayed at all. Yeah. Because we're getting the reusable regen, regen yeah. shields and stuff. Which like is that. I'm so sick of it because I I know I've said millions of times I'm a fan of Halo, and Halo made this elaborate excuse for it really. Mm-hmm. But you play COD and stuff like that or Battlefield, and why does he have rechargeable energy? Mm-hmm. What why is that? Doesn't it? Doesn't Grand Theft Auto have it as well? Now it does, but back then, like Vice and stuff, didn't. Mm-hmm. So back then, it had what Terry would comically call tube tubes of energy. 
like this strange number that sometimes somehow dictates how you're feeling yeah. you know like oh I've got 99 how do you feel today oh, I've got 99 I, I'm 99 oh I'm a big juice but earlier really early you had games instant death and stuff like that but there was some mental games where at the bottom of the screen they would have like a picture of like your character oh, yes. walking towards a gravestone or, <laughs> or like a pint of beer and the pint of beer like dripping away uh-huh. or blood like a heart mm-hmm. in the heart or, or a face like Doom and the face just morphs into something else my favourite was Doom where it would get bloodier and bloodier the more oh, I would look like that was awesome that yeah I like that I... It, that reminds me of remember the TV programme Nightmare when the, that's the a guy great was example, the armor yeah. was falling off and there's a skeleton underneath but did you know how fickle that was it only ever come up when there was like food in the room just all of oh, a sudden it was just, there was no reason for it young what, what did you used to call them again young adventurer <laughs> your, your, your energy is falling I'm so, because there's a banana over there and you have to walk over there and to put some fake like earnestness into what's happening uh-huh. I'm, I'm surprised that uh, Trigar Oh. Yeah, he hasn't been part of the Operation YouTube. <laughs> yeah, U Tree. <laughs> I would have thought. <laughs> Do you think he was, sure, he was like a sure thing? That he was up in wow! I just want to say right now that I do not. You don't agree with? I do not agree. Those opinions are of my own. Mm-hmm. Look at young adventurer. Oh. He used to say that. <laughs> it's weird. Recently, I watched that with my younger girlfriend who has never experienced any of this type yeah. of shit. Uh-huh. And uh, I was like lying there saying, telling her, like, oh, this was like a big deal when I was growing up. Big, big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. It was made on a, um, an Amiga. Really? Aye. Uh, fucking But hell. like an Amiga 1200 or something, I think. Big leagues, that like. Anyway, sorry, I, I love the way you're reading this off Wikipedia. Cause, and I mean this unironically because it is actually very helpful. Well, that's everything from Spitting Image um, on that on that uh, accolade. Thank you very much. appreciate it. But uh, that's, it. <laughs> that's the end of Spitting Image. So, I mean, unless there's anything else you want to say about Spitting Image. Uh, well, what, I, what, did you, what did you feel like? when you, what, what emotions did you have when you were... Because I got told off. I was lying in bed and Kelly was trying to go to sleep. And she's like, stop, stop hitting the space bar so loud. <laughs> so I was like, well, I didn't have to stop playing it, but I did stop playing it. Well, you thought, like... Because I'm a man, of, like, I can do what I want, you know what yeah, I mean? So oh, I'm it's such a... Man. Oh, yeah, like... So you're I right, said, hey, I'll, like, I'll play Spitting Image in bed if I want to play Spitting Image in bed. Yeah. Yeah, but I choose. I choose. Yeah, but I, play but, I mean, coincidentally, yeah, I don't want to play this game anymore, so I'm going to stop. But, you know, if it's keeping you up... Psh, yeah. I don't care. Pipe down. Yeah. Go make us a sandwich. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I didn't say that. So I was very frustrated by it. I found it very difficult to punch Maggie Maggie Thatcher in the face. And I, God, I I would love to love to punch Maggie Thatcher in the face. I'd still like to punch Maggie Thatcher in the face. She I would like to soggy now, dig up from the grave yeah. and just punch her in the face because mm-hmm. I hate it. I like what you've done to. Well, if you live north of. Well, wait, well, wait, very political, this, isn't yeah. it? I'm sorry if anybody who listens to this podcast liked Maggie Thatcher. There's a lot of conservatives. I, I did a recent poll, and there's a lot of conservatives listening to this podcast. No. A lot of, a lot of conservatives. No, no, really, a lot of conservatives. <laughs> three. Right, I've given three. up on it. But there's three conservatives, and the grand scheme of things, because there's only, last count, seven people listening to the podcast. 
Mm, seven three, that's three better than one. I was going to say three of them are in this room, but I keep forgetting. Should I be swearing as well? Cause, uh, Fuck yeah. All right, cool. Right, so that's... Should I be swearing? That's um, spitting image. I agree with what you were saying. You know when it says the, the mud was... I was interested to know about this. The mud hits the screen. That's the only time you can see something. How bad did that look when the mud hit the screen? Did it look as bad as... Not as, as bad as everything else. Really? <laughs> was it the only... The, the By then, I... I remember um, something had come up in the house and yeah, ooh, or something had come up like something I had to deal with that makes it sound like a mafia like yeah. type, type of guy something had come up I had to whack Johnny the tongue or something oh really he had it coming Johnny the tongue <laughs> I wrapped up playing you the game you have playing mafia too yeah I, I, I wrapped like... up playing the game and I didn't really put much thought into like the logistics of did it look sh- because me, I'd just been numbed out by everything looked shit in the game. Basically, sure. it could have been a really good game. The premise was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so, they did go to quite a lot of effort to make a storyline for it. I take me half them for that. You don't get games like that anymore, though, do you? You don't get games based off a fucking TV show, like stuff like that. You don't get that, do you? Yeah, especially how British that whole thing is. There it is. It's not financially viable, is it? Vixen. So Terry's not here, but um, I hope we're not going to offend him too much to talk about Vixen because we both played it. Yeah. We might as well do this and then. Next time we can pick, we can, we can touch upon it. We can touch upon it. Ah, he's in because he will listen to the podcast and listen to our views, our opinions. Plus, he can tell about like the game, the other games we've mentioned. Absolutely, like, yeah. His opinion. Um, Vixen again. I've just copied it from Wikipedia. There's quite a bit of information, but I'll go through. Is it that surprises me? Because <clears throat> the reason Terry picked it, right, is I remember he was a York Sinclair uh, reader, Terry, and that front cover. Of like that girl in the bikini, mm-hmm. I remember like it causing quite a kerfuffle. Like at the local God, if if people from a different country are listening to this, they're probably thinking, "What the Eng- fuck's a kerfuffle?" These English people—they're so quaint. <laughs> we read hardcore pornography when we're like two. <laughs> there was a bit of a kerfuffle about kerfuffle, like the, it touches the, upon it. The yeah. front cover, basically, they were very clever because they had a shit product. That yeah. them they put a good cover on and like yeah, that would have done but nothing but boost the, their sales. This I'd never played the game until now, mm. and there's something that happens in the game that I wasn't prepared for. Oh, ah, I think I might know what you mean. I didn't realize that the name Vixen mm-hmm. was so literal. Yes. Lovely. We'll get to it. We'll not spoil it for the viewers, uh, listeners. Uh, viewers, uh, because. That's I was very surprised as well. Yeah. I didn't know what to do when this particular thing happened. I and still I just, I don't know what to do. Going, uh, what have I turned into? What are, what's happened? What's happened? Okay. So Vixen, mm-hmm. it's a platform side scroller released in 1988. Oh, we didn't have a date for uh, Spin Image, did we? No, we didn't. 1980 summit probably. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was released for the Amiga, <laughs> Amstrad, CPC, CPC. Yeah, that's what they call that Amstrad. Uh, Atari ST mm. ST <laughs> Commodore 64 ZX Spectrum 
You stop. You had to stop yourself there, didn't you? ZX. <laughs> All right. We're and back on. IBM PC. <laughs> IBM PC. Really? Did oh, it? Wow. A notable feature in the game was that the movements of the main character were, at least in some versions of the game, captured from the moving picture, thus making animation more realistic than usual in computer games those days. Wow. That. So like, obviously that wasn't of, the Spectrum version. The version I played. Kind of like. Prince of Persia was famous. I would have thought so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aye. Well, I played the and Commodore version quite world. a lot. Another world. What was the other one that was similar to that? Um, by the same developers, maybe. Flashback. Flashback. Thank you. Right. Interesting. I'd be interested to play the that, that the versions that had that in then because the one I had didn't. Mm-hmm. When she crawled, because a lot of the game, <laughs> a lot of the game you had to crawl, and it made her look like a primate. Um. Quick facts. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Quick facts. Okay. Plot. This is interesting. I didn't know this. I wish I'd known what the plot was before I started playing the game. Yeah. I am been, really um, intrigued. See if you can guess what the plot is of Vixen. Fucking hell, I don't know. Because, <laughs> right, you're a... No, I couldn't. I, oh, I don't know you were there. You were almost there. You're, you're a woman. Yes. Who wants to revert back to her? No. So, Vixen <laughs> is the last human on the planet Granath, which is now ruled by a race of dinosaurs. <laughs> Abandoned as a child and raised by magical foxes. <laughs> this is awesome. She intends, she intends to follow through on a promise she made to her elders to wipe the dinosaurs out and restore the planet to humanity. But they're all wiped out. So what's well, what I find ironic about this is <laughs> what about right, the foxes? She's she gonna leave some space for them. Yeah. So she was abandoned as a child and raised by magical <laughs> foxes. So she she intends to follow through on a promise she made to her elders. I would imagine that elders would have been a fox because she was raised by foxes. Yeah. She so she made a promise to them to wipe out the dinosaurs and restore the planet to humanity. Humans love humans consider foxes a pest. Yeah. So nice one. Well done, Vixen. You've got the world back for us. Too many fucking foxes. Get rid of them. Yeah. Conflict of interest. It's it also sounds quite like a mighty bush episode or something, doesn't it? <laughs> it's like yeah. it, I'm the fox. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> that was a great episode. That one. What was he called? The um, was a crack fox. A crack fox. I think it was. Yeah. He had hypodermics for his yeah. like, hands and stuff. We recently watched the the whole mighty bush series, like, and it was really funny. Um, gameplay. By the way, before yeah. you go on the gameplay, thank you for reading that story right now. What a Because I didn't like. realise that... I mean, you said before that Spitting Image had quite, you know, an interesting storyline. But fuck me. Yeah. Like, they've, they've pulled out the stops there. And now you know why she's called Vixen. I love the way they picked this, like, random planet as well. Like, they've, just ma- they've made up... Like, I, I wonder how they come up with that name. You took the word Gra... <laughs> <laughs> and twinned it with the other commonly used word nath <laughs> and put them together came up with granath I think it might have just been the start of the two developers names Graham and Nathan wow yeah. I don't know if the, I mean imagine that was true I've just completely made that up but imagine that was true that would be the best thing to have happened so far nice. today in this minute yeah <laughs> the best thing to have just happened now gameplay each level must be completed within a time limit by progressing from left to right. The vixen is armed only with a whip. Or a whip. Because all kinky characters have whips. Yeah. 
And she fucking, you, she owns that way. You, you know, like if I was to about to take on dinosaurs, yeah. The weapon of the weapon of choice I would pick is what, a, what, what are the options? What are the options of the weapons? Well, I, I don't about, know because I'm about to go out and take on some dinosaurs. You're about to go and fight some dinosaurs. Yeah, I've got an array of weapons for you here. We've got a, a an MG. Well, I don't know it. We've got a bazooka. A bazooka. Yeah, oh, that's a posh way of saying bazooka. I've got a tank out the back. I've got a whip. I've got also got a boxer. Oh no! Can I have the whip because I'm what? kinky? Because I'm a tank. This kinky lass can I have a whip. That's how. That's you how. You don't s- want the tank. No. No, you want the whip. Well, I don't. Yeah, I, well, the whip is white. It's exactly the same color as your your entire body. So you're not sure whether when you throw it, it's actually your arm mm-hmm. just extending, or whether there's an actual. Well, actual Belmont from Castlevania, he he dealed with like he did because yeah, that's another true. thing I I got from playing the game. Yeah. A little bit. Not much. Just, yeah. oh, a whip as a weapon. A bit like Castlevania. I got did Castlevania come out before this? I bet you did. Probably, but it's interesting that you're saying that's what you got from me because I got. I felt like I got hemorrhoids from playing that game. That's what I felt like I got. <laughs> did you get aroused when you played it? Um, kinky, wh- kinky last with a whip. It was, <laughs> it was... That was me trying to go rawr about it. <laughs> <laughs> that was, sounded like a disabled dinosaur. Well, that's very apt. Because the, the because the next bit it says here yeah, all the dinosaurs <laughs> in the in the in the game are yeah have got mental retardation <laughs> because of um, noxious <laughs> noxious uh, gases. I don't know if it's a wine, but my god, I like the. No, it's not true. She, she, the vixen's armed with, only with a whip, used to defeat enemies <laughs> and to collect bonus items such as gems for points, extra lives, and time. Now, and why, why are all of the? Why is there so many gravestones? Yeah, Did you notice that multicolored gravestones. Oh <laughs> <laughs> And also, this game was fucking awful. It was really awful. Yeah, I, like I say, I spend most of my time crawling along. You, you crawl up, and then you all of a sudden come to a, a little thing you'd have to jump over like a set of stairs or something you had to jump up you couldn't just walk up but every time you moved an, an enemy would appear on the left or the right and did you see that massive giant foot it looked like a huge foot or a nose didn't it it looked like I, something out of Monty Python yeah I was playing this whole game and I didn't know because that was one of the things I wanted to say what what are those enemies what are they I, I don't know what they are and apparently the dinosaurs I thought they were like rip-offs of aliens was, there was that one that we had tentacles like thing a face yeah I know like we're not we're still finding new dinosaurs as we speak but I've never <laughs> seen anything like a hand yeah, that like looked, like looked like thing from uh, Adam's family you know in the communal version you know how you go on about the gravestones and yeah they did have gravestones to like break but there was things and it was mainly so you could get that power up to turn you into the I'm just reading this next thing about that and this, but is, this is interesting the, the, the thing that you had to hit the big ball and chain yeah there was loads of, I because I was right I, <laughs> the first time I went through the level I, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing because every time I, I would get killed and it made this horrible noise every time I got killed can I just sit in the check for one, one thing yeah that that oh, sound oh, effect oh, oh. I wanted I want a sound bite of that right <laughs> <laughs> that soundbite on the Commodore, do you know how many la- lives you have on the Commodore? No. Well, I played the Spectrum That's version and you have... the Spectrum. Is it five? Five, yeah. You have 15 or 16 <laughs> on the Commodore. <laughs> well, yeah, there's jumps that you can't make. Yeah. And oh, I- the best noise and animation when you've jumped in the water. Did you ever drown at any point? No, I... Oh, my God, you're going to have to check that out. 
<laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. She like sinks down slowly, like takes far too long to, to, to sink down. And her hand starts gone. like shaking. Her hand starts going the, the noise. It's like it's Jesus. Horrible. Awful. Brilliant though. From the relative safety of. So it says here the vixen can also collect foxhead tokens. Now those are the things that are inside the ball and chain. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck because nah, on the spectrum it, version it just looks like I can't believe that they tried to anim- like make that look like a fox head because it just looked like a completely random shape. It, like it wasn't supposed to be anything. I I didn't know what I was doing in the first time I collected all them. Uh huh. Like in the the event happened that we're leading up uh-huh. to. I wasn't like I didn't know what I'd collected, no. and I didn't know what the fuck was happening. And then when the event happened, and I went, "Oh right." No, but I still until I've just read that now, I didn't realise that what I was collecting was would cause that to happen. Oh no, I, I, I could see tell the thing me at the top. Then. The bar was increasing, right? It was moving up every time yeah. I collected them. So I was like, "I'm gonna have to get it to the top." Then I collected yeah. the last one, got it to the top, and nothing happened. I was like, oh, "What's the fucking point in that?" And then you finish the level mm-hmm. and see what it says. By crawling through that hole. Oh my god! Why? crawling all the fucking time in that game so if enough are collected by, at the, by the end of the level she will transform into a fox or a vixen mm. which is a female fox allowing the player to enter a special underground lair right what is the point in this please wikipedia tell me well it said to me uh, I, I ran around like a fucking idiot for ages which to be fair I thought was pretty cool I, like the animation of the fox looked pretty cool Basically, I was quite surprised when I turned into the fox. I was like, "All oh, right, okay, that's interesting." But you run around. You you have to. I don't know if you just run past the gravestone and it smashes, and then you've got to run back and collect the gem. Something like you that. You don't yeah. press anything; it just destroys it, and the gem appears. There's no enemies as well. Is no, there? no, there's nothing. It's just this gravestone thing. So living as a fox in that world's pretty awesome. It's, uh, brilliant. Yeah, there's no no natural predators. That's why yeah. there's so many of them. Yeah. Yet she wants to bring our humans to come and fucking kill them. Well, at what point would a fox like? think it's a good idea to basically look after this woman like what's happened to the humans like why have they died out the, uh, the dinosaurs uh, killed them all the dinosaurs threw a massive meteorite the, di- oh, the space, like, dinosaurs. That space dinosaurs so they threw a meteorite yeah. and said fucking have some of that mm. um, in Granath way tomorrow but she survived do you know why because the foxes looked after her probably yeah. <laughs> probably they protected her with like the bushy tails. She hid under all the gems that she's collected over the years and the whip. The whip. Right. So what is the point in that so bit then? Here in this underground layer, she can collect gems, mega gems, which increase <laughs> which increase scoring potential above ground, and weapon upgrades to increase the power of her whip. I got to the end of the, the level after collecting these gems. There was a timer, the timer went out and it said something like fail or something like that. I failed it or something. No gem bonus. It and said that all again. the time to me. Every single time at the end of the level, I went. It said zero. I said think no gem it bonus. meant zero gem bonus. But then I got this logic that maybe you get a bonus if you don't collect any gems. Shit. I I don't know though. I'm trying to make logic out of like insanity oh, here. Don't try to jump over anything either. <laughs> Forget hell. about it. Forget about a jump. <laughs> Might as well not have a jump button. <laughs> yeah. Controversy. Oh, the cover of the game box caused a lot of controversy or controversy because it features a snarling page three model, Irene Russell. I might uh, Google. I am definitely putting a picture of page three model. No wonder it was so controversial. Ah, but you say that in the guise of the vixen. Barbarian had 
you know Barbarian yeah. the game it, both versions had that uh, woman on who mm. was a page three model really hi Whitaker Maria or something like that Actually, you've never mentioned the name Whitaker. I know because it was the What's music. Name, yeah. Interestingly, though, in Barbarian, the dude holding the axe—he's a big guy. I he's wolf out of a. Uh, Fuck off. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Fuck he, off. In the nineties, there was Gladiator with vi- uh, what was she called? Jet and whatnot. Lightning. Yeah, I only remember Falcon. Jet. She was amazing. Falcon. Uh, I don't care about that. Zodiac. Rhino, I believe, wasn't it? Shadow. It was. He was a big black. It was Shadow hosted by. Um, <laughs> Awoga, John Fashionu and Ulrika Johnson. Johnson, yeah, who who turned out and slept with like all of them. She's had a relationship with Hunter. He was a big. Uh, could have played Thor him, I think. If they if they made a movie version of Thor, then he could have played him. So I instead of Chris Hemsworth playing uh, Thor, Hunter could have done it. Maybe that's just my opinion. I don't know if Hunter ever acted. Was Hunter the big blonde type dude? It's a funny, he was actually christened Hunter as well, that's his actual name. Hunter, oh. just Hunter. Do you have a thing for this dude? You seem to have a lot of knowledge of him. I had a lot of posters of him when I was younger. <laughs> but yeah, he's just called Hunter, he doesn't have a first name or second name, well, other than Hunter. His parents just said. Like Cher. Mm hmm. Exactly Madonna like her. And Ronaldo. Um, yeah, I'm running out. God. Adele? Yes. Su- um, Susan. <laughs> Susan. <laughs> Susan. So, so uh, <laughs> Corrine Russell, in the guise of the Vixen, page three model Corrine Russell. I wouldn't mind. I'm going to stick a few pictures of Corrine Russell on Twitter. I just. What she's doing now. Like, I wonder what. She's probably a fox. She's probably turned into a final four. Right, on the planet, what was it called? Arachnid um, 5. God. Is that a Starship Troopers reference? I don't know, I just made that up. Wow. Come on, you apes, you want to live forever? Michael Ironside. Oh, he's, he's the dude, isn't what he? guy. Was it Mobile Infantry made me the man I am today? That's not Michael Ironside that says that. It's the other guy at the desk and he's pushes back on his chair and he's got two legs missing. That's a brilliant. He's I got two legs missing, again. he hasn't got three legs missing, he's got two. Because nah, well, it's he hasn't got free boobies like. Uh, can't get it on Blu-ray for some reason. I tried to find it on Blu-ray. It was on Netflix up until a few months ago, and they took it off. Mm. I was devastated because I really, I, I don't know what it is about that film, but I fucking love it. I think Paul Verhoeven is a, an amazing director. He's I went to the cinema to see Starship Troopers. Oh, did you? And I was underage, for sure. Awesome. But I went with um, this guy called Tim Peterfile. <laughs> <laughs> now this guy called um, Trigger and he bought me loads of popcorn and I had, I had to get it off his lap he, he only held it on his lap <laughs> come on now adventurer stick your hand in my <laughs> <laughs> grab hold of the magical centre oh that's it you've got it now adventurer so I don't want to say it. I don't want to talk about it anymore I'm, right. not, I'm not allowed to talk about it anymore mm. <laughs> so high street chain boots Boots, wow. Refused to stock the game, Vixen. Prompting MarTech, who I believe was the developer, doesn't actually have any information about the developer, they had to reissue the game with a less provocative cover. Now, of course, I'm going to put a picture of the cover on Twitter and the listeners can decide whether they think it's provocative or not. They can actually, if they want, they can retweet 
using a hashtag either hashtag no boner <laughs> or hashtag semi and that'll tell the how, how provocative they thought the uh, the front cover was did Corrine Russell trigger a reaction in our listeners she had that very um, 80s style hair very Sam Fox yeah I never found Sam Fox I never found her holy shit she should have been on the front she I bet you she would I bet you and then they're like I'm not doing that also, wow. she did have a game based around her. S- Samantha Fox's strip poker on the spectrum. No. True. No. Is that true? Do you not believe that? Yeah, it I is, believe it. It now. is true. That's amazing. Play Samantha that. Fox's strip poker. Dirty bitch. Ah, well, she had nothing to do with it. Oh. Probably. But she endorsed it. Aye. With her tits. With <laughs> her tits. Vixen. But at that point, her tits were doing things she wasn't aware of. Her tits become like, you know, like Skynet. Become. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I'm sure in the, in the storyline for Terminator, they go, in the year 1994, Skynet become aware. Like, so her tits become aware. Self-aware. Self-aware, that's the thing I was looking for. Sam Fox's titties became self-aware. Uh, and that's when she made all the bad decisions. I wonder <laughs> what she's up to nowadays. Um, trying to take over the world. I didn't find her attractive even when I was no. a kid. Touch me. Touch me, I wanna be. Oh, I want. I have forgot about that. She's another. She had a computer game based around that. Single. She had a single. Top, top ten single. Top ten. Uh, so foreign top listeners four. who have like stumbled upon this podcast what are, are probably doing? like, you're always everything okay. <laughs> Go on Google and just type in Samantha Fox. Yeah. And look at them semi like okay boobies. Would you would you call them dogs? Norky Nork Norks. Would you? I call them guns. You call them guns? I like the word guns. Sounds out guns are. Well anyway, that was Samantha Fox. Vixen is exactly pronounced as the foul mouth word to for to jerk off in German. Vixen. How? Why is that even in? Therefore. The well, game, hold on. Why? Because it's very, it's very relevant. Because uh, therefore, the game was renamed as She Fox in the German-speaking countries. Uh, so I wonder what Germans call what the German word is for a female fox. The cover of the May nineteen eighty-eight issue, Your Sinclair, mm. which featured the photo, was equally controversial as it attracted a number of complaints in regards to the provocative nature of Russell's pose. Different from the box cover. Provocative. Mm. Watch his stand there and you can see a tiny bit of leg. She was showing ankle. Yeah, that skirt uh, just above the knee. That damn filly. <laughs> Who gave them the right to vote? Yeah. <laughs> However, that issue became the second best-selling issue ever released. <laughs> oh, 8,368 <awesome>. <laughs> issues sold. What a surprise. What was it? How, how much how, did it sell? How can you buy us a new Your Sinclair? Why? Oh, it's just because I really like the magazine. I, I, with, I, uh, I'm just Corey going upstairs now. <laughs> if, I'm, if you hear the Hoover, I'm just hoovering up. Hoovering up the bedroom. Because, uh, just to put things in context, without being too graphic... Please be as graphic as g- you Getting the Littlewoods magazine back then, like the Littlewoods um, catalogue, uh-huh. that was a big deal. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Uh, because there was no internet. Uh, 
What was the... You know Lisa Snowden? Yeah. I, I was going to see... Was she a glamour model? She was a glamour model, wasn't she? No, she... she, she I, I remember seeing that in Little Woods, she was modelling bras and niggas, yeah. yeah. Mm. What was the... There was a, <laughs> another magazine or catalogue that was mainly for lingerie. lingerie. Little Woods wasn't mainly for lingerie. lingerie. No, there was... But, I mean, there was another, another one, another catalogue. And he used to go to my friend's house and he used to have it. He 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 used to have it as well though in his room. <laughs> I used to wonder why he Yeah, he'd been going from bins and stuff to try and get the Why have you got that? But just yeah. to put things into context, you know, like that it's like a comedy routine like now. Kids don't know the bone. Yeah. Like the type of porn you can get. Oh. It's like So I've heard. You know, what you were privy to back then, if it's good you 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 might be lucky if you could get like a terrible version of some pornographic movie. There was hardly any boobs available on no boobs, apart from on the front cover of certain video games. Ah, uh, well, you know, and they weren't even they were covered boobs. Mm-hmm. So, so you can see why it caused a bit of a, a, a stir. Almost it caused a stir for me, stirring me pants. How old would you have been in eight, in nineteen eighty eight? Old enough. Old enough to get born out. I would have been uh, four and a half. <laughs> wow. Well, you oh. <laughs> I've given away my age. Okay, then. The lady never tells. The end of homework. And thank you, Terry, for picking one of the best ones yeah, because it was hilarious. Story. What a story. <laughs> wow. <laughs>